Steve's does? Sure. So it's really hard to provide like an exact comparison because there is no, uh, in, in such like a new industry, there isn't really like an obvious X for Y comparison to make. But the best way to describe it is we're a little bit like the Lakers because we play competitive sports, but in video games, not basketball. And we're a little bit like Supreme in that we sell premium apparel and we do it in kind of a drop style that our fans are really excited about that typically sell out really quickly. And then the last part is we're a little bit like a media or entertainment company in that our fans love gaming, both esports, the competitive side, as well as like watching their favorite streamers play games like Among Us. And we cover that too. So we're a little bit like, I don't know, like BuzzFeed or Barstool. So yeah, there, there are three very distinct components to our business and we try to be all of those. And so, yeah, that's how we came up with that, uh, that moniker. It's certainly very useful. And I imagine this conversation will certainly be very insightful into the world of gaming, competitive gaming, lifestyle kind of gaming, but also branding. These are three of the biggest brands in the world, the Lakers, Supreme, and Barstool, certainly big shoes to fill. And I'm excited to understand why you've created the company in this way and and how this is informing all of your strategy moving forward. So are you ready to kind of hop in here? Jump in, fire away. All right, here we go. So before I even ask like some of these other big questions, I want to know what counts as esports. Like, can you give me a definition of what counts and what doesn't? Sure. So if you are playing your friend in Mario Kart on the couch, that is not esports. It is somewhere at the elite amateur level or professional level that I think it really becomes esports. So like collegiate, collegiate competition, definitely esports, you know, even high school competition, esports. Professional level, absolutely. Um, I think when it's more casual, then it's just competitive gaming. Esports is effectively like the very top of the pyramid of gaming overall at the most elite competitive levels. Okay. So what's the relationship like between this elite competitive gaming and the streamers who we see like, say, a ninja who are just kind of playing to play and streaming themselves while they do it? Sure. So I would say that there's a close relationship, but it's similar to the NBA and maybe like the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Harlem Globetrotters are really, really talented basketball players, but their primary focus is entertainment, right? Not winning versus the Washington Generals. And it's the same with a lot of streamers. Like they're going online because they are world-class gamers. They are very, very elite at what they do. They're in the top certainly 1%, but maybe not in the top like 0.001% like you would see with professional esports athletes. Okay. Talk to me some, John, now that we have a better understanding of what is and is not esports. What has the momentum been like this year? What's it like to be in this industry? How does it feel? Are people excited? Are you getting more people into the fold? What's the the heartbeat of esports right now? 2020 was an absolutely crazy year for esports. We all remember that moment. I think it was like a Wednesday when the NBA shut down their season. And we were like, oh no, what's going to happen? We have games this Saturday. And those games actually still went on. And what's amazing, big credit to Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, the game that you were talking about earlier. They were able to transition from an in-person studio, com- 